On this week's show, we're all over it with news and updates. Enjoy. This is show 354 for the week of March 13, 2016. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at theseamazingplaces.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Welcome back, everybody, and we're back one more time. This time, uh, the we is Adam and me, and say hey, Adam. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It's been a long time, and I'm glad to be here for a little bit, at least. It's tough. It's tough to get back to doing these things, and so that's what Adam and I just talked about here before uh, we turn the mic on is we're just going to try to do a, you know, a bunch of shows, maybe, whatever, whenever we can. And just blast them out there to you. And so hopefully everybody then gets a chance to listen. Um, sometimes I think maybe that's better than just uh, releasing a show every week. Because I find where a lot of listeners, if they email us, you find out that they're, they're 50 shows behind. Yep. And, yep. So, and that's not helping if we're doing updates and news and stuff like that. Because by the time they get to it, it's old. Yeah. So. Speaking of, this is one of those shows. So if you're listening to this six months uh, from now... I'm- I don't know if it'll be as beneficial. We'll try to talk about some more things besides the news within the news. But anyway, yeah. Okay, yeah, so that is what we're doing here. This is going to be a news show, uh, hitting all the latest and greatest stuff inside the parks, outside the parks, whatever else is going on that comes our way. So, all right, let's get things going here. Uh, first thing is, as now, uh, a lot of people have probably heard, heard and that is that uh, Disney's gone to a tiered structure uh, of ticket pricing. And so basically what that means is if you're going during a busy time of the year, you're going to pay more money uh, per day for your ticket. Um, So what I could tell is it looks like right now the one-day ticket uh, uh, during the busy time of the season is going to be about $124 a day. That's without the hopper. Uh, During the slowest time of the year is going to be about where it is now, which is about $105. That's at Magic Kingdom. So right now I'm just going to give you Magic Kingdom prices. It's going to come down for the other parks. Mm, let's see here. It looks like probably come down about uh, $8, somewhere around there, if you're going to one of the other parks. Um, so, And I think at the time, and I haven't studied too much on this since, but they, since they first released this, Adam, they've also raised uh, the prices for day two, three, four, and all the way up through to ten. Yeah, so just a point of clarification here, because I know you when you first heard it, you didn't know exactly what was going on. But really, this is the tiered pricing is only for when you want to do one day. So like if you want to do one day in the Magic Kingdom, it is only valid in that date you pick. And you actually have to pick the date when you order the ticket, and then they will give you the price for that day. So... And I'm assuming they're going to make you stick to that day. It's not like you can wiggle around that day. But that's why the pricing is different. If you do a multi-day ticket, it does not matter. There is not tiered pricing for multi-day tickets. Right. So right. just a point of clarification and there. You know, the other thing that I hadn't even thought about until now to bring up was if you purchase tickets, let's say in this year, 2016, those, those tickets have to be used 
by December 31st of 2016. If that is not, is it a dis? And you say that if it's outside Disney or within Disney, right? Correct. Both. Yeah. both so you people. can no longer yeah. like buy tickets. I don't know if they're doing this to try to kill like undercover tourists in some of those places, but it seems like if you buy tickets uh, now and then try to resell them or save them for yourself. Uh, a lot of people are doing that to find ways around, you know, the, them raising the cost of the price of tickets. Yeah. So they'll buy them this year and then use them next year or the year after that. Right. So, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure either. It's kind of like the whole stamp thing with the post office. Now at the post office, you buy a stamp now, it's good for who knows how long. There's no expiration, but yeah, you're right. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay, and then this story, I just now saw this in here too in the story, and I'll I'll post a link for it. They actually put a 2016 calendar in here that'll show you when are the um, peak season, regular season, and value season times of the year. Value season is pretty limited. Uh, looks like uh, basically February 28th through March the 3rd, uh, August 22nd through the 31st, and all of September. That's it. Yeah, and you can also, if you buy off your phone, actually, you can do it now without buying. Go to DisneyWorld.com and click on tickets or wherever you want to purchase tickets as if you're going to purchase, and it'll show you within that time frame. You actually have a calendar to navigate through. So if you are don't want to look up the calendar at the time and you're ready to purchase, it's the easiest thing to just look on Disney's website. Okay, and I'm not sure if I put this in here either because uh, it was something I just heard about yesterday. Oh, yeah, okay, it's in here about resort fees. So we'll come up with it later. Uh, I do, I mean, they've done this. A lot of people in the discussions that I've heard about, they're, you know, people are angry about this tier ticket pricing and everything. But you pay this, you know, if you're flying, you're paying tier ticket pricing. If you buy on a certain day or during a certain time of the year, you're going to pay more money. For that ticket to fly on the exact same plane. In fact, I mean, a lot of times you'll be sitting right next to a person who paid more or less than you did for the same seats on the plane. So um, this is kind of the model that's going everywhere. Yeah. And I, I guess I don't mind it if it's an individual type of thing because it will help when crowds are crazy. And I think it would help. But I just don't want, you know, well, that's the people hope. who, you know... Um, I just watched somebody periscope out of uh, Disneyland a couple days ago, and he was saying uh, that the crowds right now, with the price raising of their annual pass and a lot of stuff there, I mean, they raised their annual pass, what was it, $300 a year more? I believe that's what it was for the oh, okay. no blackout annual pass yeah. in Disneyland. Yeah, it was $300, three or $400 more a year, and the crowds hadn't changed at all. Oh. <laughs> and so they're going to, mm. honestly, this is the... This is what capitalism is about, everybody. Mm -hmm. And so, if find demand, yes. And if that demand keeps yeah. coming in, you've got to pay employees more. You got to hire more employees. You have more maintenance on your buildings. You have to build more attractions. You've got to plan for the future to be able to expand in some way. That money's got to come from somewhere, and so you start making it now. So I, I get what they're doing, even though it hurts my wallet and stuff just as much as everybody else's. Um, it's. This is the way. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, ultimately, you know, it'll affect them. Well, I don't know. It will affect them in some way, and then they'll you, figure out where that medium ground is. Yeah. Well, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep raising until they see a plateau. Yeah, I got to be honest. With my family, it's 
it's going to be more off-site stays and yeah. probably less time in the parks. And I hear so. a lot more people talking like that now, doing off-sites. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm going to add – I'm adding sections into uh, the mousemoment.com website too that's going to start showing those kind of things. If, you, if you're looking to reduce prices, it'll be for that visitor. If you're visiting the parks and it's going to give options, everyone that I can come up with uh, as I come up with it, uh, such I know for one – uh, Dreams Villas is a, a section of villa homes that are four bedroom that you can get pretty much all year long. Now you have to rent them by uh, seven days at a time, and they're booked a lot of times. But it's ninety nine dollars a night for four bedroom home. Mm. It's maybe I think it's fifteen minutes from the parks. Cool. So that's just one of those things that you know you keep in mind. Okay, well, we could spend the whole show on just that, but really, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, next one is. Uh, new Disney mobile games are coming soon. I actually just came up with this information. I just saw it come up yesterday. It's called Disney uh, Magic Kingdoms. And I'll just read a little bit of the excerpt here. Uh, fans of mobile gaming and Disney parks are sure to be excited about this news. Gameloft and Disney are releasing a new game for iOS, Android, and Windows Phone called Magic Kingdoms. The game, which doesn't have a release date set, at this time, puts you in control of building your own Disney theme park. So, pretty cool. Uh, there's a little video here that goes along with it. I'll stick all this stuff in the show notes and everybody can take a look at that. I think it's, uh, they might be onto something here. If it's done well, yeah, they might be onto something. Yep. I think in general, I looked at it. It's, um, anybody remember SimCity back in the day? I mean, SimCity's been around a long time and you basically build a city and you, have your person people pay taxes and you just deal with the city well this is building your magic kingdom and in in the plot of the game is to somehow defend against maleficent who's trying to take over the evil of your theme park so i don't know if that means build more roller coaster rides to make people happy or what that means but uh it looks like a pretty fun game and you can i also looked you can also start earning credits right now if you sign up and you do things like tweet and advertise to your friends you'll get extra game credits which usually what that means is the game is free but if you want to buy game credits to you know do more things within the game they'll cost money to do that but you can earn free game credits by doing things like this or sharing with friends and stuff like that so and this anyway. is a multi-billion dollar industry mobile gaming at this point yep so it doesn't surprise me that they're probably looking more in that direction and less in building uh making games for consoles I think uh, Infinity, is it Infinity? Yeah. Yep. Uh, the sales of it have fallen off to where they were going to release new stuff every year. Uh, now they're, I think they're going to skip a year. So and I, I think it is to stem that tide of maybe losses. Because mm -hmm. I do believe if they would have released again this year, people aren't ready to purchase that amount of stuff again this year. At least it doesn't seem that way to me from where I'm at. Uh, let's see here. Okay, next, there is a new uh, Haunted Mansion comic book coming out. It's, of course, produced under the Marvel label and Disney Kingdom's label. Marvel's Haunted Mansion explores the popular Disneyland uh, attraction. And so there was other stuff here into all this that I was going to go over. I think, though, in the end, what they can use this for is they can start to feed stuff into if it does well they can start to feed stuff into the uh, mansion and probably both mansions at some point uh, into the ride itself so they can kind of feed back and forth off of each other 
if it does well. If you don't have enough viewership or readership, then it's pointless. People aren't going to get what they're doing, and they're not going to spend whatever amount of money to add something into the mansion ride for people to just sit and go, I don't even know what that means. So anyway, uh, so that's the Disney uh, uh, Disneyland Haunted Mansion comic book. Right here. Okay, I'm just waiting for my notes to load. All right, so we're going to head into the parks now and talk first about um, Rivers of Light, which is in Animal Kingdom. It's going to be their new water show, uh, their nighttime water show. That's an important thing. It's going to debut on April the 22nd. And I just so, I just want to say I called it. <laughs> did you? Back, okay. Back, back when we were talking about it, uh, I think Earth Day is April 20th. Oh, you're right. You did say that. So I don't know if you probably remember. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember you saying So there that. it is. You know, they were shooting for it, which is also the anniversary of Animal Kingdom. That's when they opened. So. Cool. Yes. Which makes sense. They opened on Earth Day. Um, okay. So with that, uh, I know the last thing I'd heard is that the seating there was going to be pretty hard. This is all stuff that I've heard, and so obviously nobody has any experience in it yet. But if you, you know, get uncomfortable in your back or whatever, you wanna, might want to make sure you take a cushion in there with you or be prepared in some way. Um, the next thing is, and these have not opened yet, but they're going to be doing advanced dining reservations for Rivers of Light dining packages. And those reservations are going to be for breakfast, uh, lunch, and dinner out of Tusker House. So basically, you buy the package, you eat at Tusker House during the meal of one of those times during the day, and then you have special seating during the day. Now, here's a question. Does Flame Tree still have seating that you can see this? I don't think. I think it's too far down the river. Okay. To be All right. To see. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. I'm sure they're probably going to work it out that way to where the trees kind of block it. Okay. Because that, so, I mean, that's quick service that you could just, yeah, you <laughs> just, just go sit there sit. and you don't have to pay. So. Yeah. I mean, there is that chance. But I think from what I remember, it's blocked by trees and stuff pretty much. Okay. So you might see a little bit here and there, but all in all, I think it's going to be pretty limited viewing. Okay. Well, maybe, well, I know you're not going down to September. Maybe right. we can hear about it here in the next month and a half. Yeah, and- I've, it's going to be good that they can work out all the bugs. Yeah. Now, in case anybody's looking, and believe me, I'm looking, uh, these Tusker House reservations are not open yet. And so right. um, when it came up, uh, the Disney food blog was able to somehow get screenshots of it and see what it was going to look like. Uh, not prices, but everything that was uh, where, what restaurant was going to be involved, stuff like that. I was kind of surprised in some ways that they didn't have um, Tiffin's involved in this, with it mm-hmm. being the new restaurant. But, I mean, that might be a lot of pressure, too, on Tiffin's with them just yeah. opening, and maybe they won't have it open in time and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in case anybody doesn't know, too, Mickey's uh, safari uh, goes on the character thing at Tusker House, which is a lot of fun. And I can tell you, I've eaten there. Tusker House is delicious, and it's a buffet style. So rather, it can be kind of expensive at I think thirty-eight bucks a person, thirty-seven something a person. So it can be kind of expensive. So be prepared for that. But it's cheaper at breakfast, of course. A little bit cheaper at lunch. I think it was a thirty-seven something at lunch. And I think about the same for dinner. But I, if you've got the money and you want to splurge a little bit, I would definitely recommend it. All right, uh, next. Small World in Disneyland is, uh, is now offering a personalized ending at the end of the attraction. And what it is is a screen that will say your name and whatever uh, for your family. 
uh, and it's taking that information off of your magic band, and then they have a reader in the boat. This this also seems to. I looked at it, and this was a tweet, and I believe it was from Seth Kaberski. Let's see, well, Seth Kaberski, a, and it was yeah, from Touring Plans. Yeah. Um, what he was retweeting them, but um, I think there. Was, it seemed like there may have been an audio, um, you know, voiceover as well, Kinda saying like your name. Adam. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really, ET. like ET. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but, and we'll see. Maybe this will only stick around for a little while, and mm-hmm. then they'll pull it back. It's kind of—I don't know if it's in test mode or it, if this is something I, they're actually going to just keep doing. I saw the specific one on touring plans. Lentesta commented and said that Jim didn't think it was going to happen, so maybe he was. Maybe it is only a test mode. Maybe it won't ever happen. It but, seems uh, like, yeah, yeah, it definitely seems right now like something that is not in complete design. Kind of like something they're just kind of working out. So, but I think anything that they can do to plus an attraction makes more people want to go into it. So, yeah, I guess it's been down in Disneyland for a little while. Oops. And recently, um, I saw some people periscoping to get on it. And the ride, I mean, the wait time was like an hour Mm. (laughs) to get on Small World. I couldn't believe it. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. Next, uh, there's a uh, survey kind of going out there about adding resort fees to the Walt Disney World resorts. And what these will cover uh, will be like uh, your Magical Express, wireless, and the – it's basically covering the costs, the yeah, added costs I, of the resorts. So this is just a rumor, I think, even though a survey did go out about it. It's sort of like when they sent out a survey about the monorail going to um, places and paying extra for transportation for the monorail. And that never happened. And that was like, that was probably five, 10 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. I I wish they would have done that. Yeah, I do too. But obviously it's a survey because they want to see how people think. And if enough people turn it down, they're not even going to try it. So I think this is just one of those things. And in my opinion, and, and Doug, you know, this being, that we work in higher education, there's a certain ticket price when you sell something that if you include fees, it kind of inflates the cost, but they don't see that little included fee cost. This might be an opportunity for them to make the prices look smaller and then increase the cost because of the fee costs. Yep. So who knows what, you know, it's, it's all about how you look. Well, I mean, you, we already know that the fee is already included right now. It's right. just, a, yeah, you're you just know. not seeing it. You're just not seeing it. Right. So. Well, and I think that's what Roy had said when he stayed at the Swan. They actually charge a $25 a day resort fee. Right. So it's it, being done in places. Some places are just upfront about it, and then other places aren't. And, well, that one's not owned by Disney. So right. that's why. Yep. You know, and that's the difference. These are Disney owned resorts, and they are trying to explore that option. So, well, the, I know fee, it's, yeah. the yeah. fee that they're looking at right now looks like about $15 a day, which. I still think people are going to balk at that. I think that they're better off to hide it somewhere if they can. Agreed. Plus 15 bucks at a, at a value is, I don't think it's worth it at a value. No. Now, I mean, it's technically the same thing as a deluxe, but, uh, well, you know. But think about this. Percentage-wise, if you're adding $15 a night on the cost of a value, that's a lot more of a percentage cost, a nightly or daily percentage cost for your mm-hmm. room at a value than what it is if you're staying at the contemporary or going for grand Floridian. Yeah. So it seems like that would be, that could be a deal breaker with values. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure they're considering that too. Yeah. And it just seems like, yeah, it seems like we're already paying it. 
I mean, when you think you're getting a magic band for free by staying in the rooms, you're not. You're paying for it. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. Okay. So next, we're heading into uh, rising prices of the Disney dining plans. As with everything else, the price of Disney dining plans will be uh, going up effective March 9th. So those are already in place. And here's the deal. Quick service plan still includes two quick service meals and one snack per night or stay of stay and one refillable mug. Previously, the plan was $42.84 for adults and $17.47 for children ages 3 to 9. The new costs will be $44.13 for adults. This is per day and $19.04 per children per day. Uh, the regular dining plan includes one table service meal, one quick service meal, one snack per night of stay, plus one refillable mug. Previously, the plan cost $61.84 for adults and $20.96 for children ages 3 to 9. The new costs are now $63.70 for adults and $22.85 for children. Last, the deluxe dining plan includes three table service meals. I don't know how anybody could do this. <laughs> per day, uh, uh, unless you're doing like two credit meals, uh, these can be used at a quick at quick service locations and two snacks per night of stay plus one refillable mug. Previously, the plan was one hundred and eleven seventy three per day for adults, thirty six fifty six for children. The new cost will be one hundred and fifteen oh eight for adults and thirty five forty nine for children. The, and- the new prices. Uh, show about a three percent increase and this is common they they go up to just like the tickets so yeah. yep it's whatever it is what it is i think at the beginning when we first started the show in a while back i was a proponent of the dining plan but now with the kids and everything it's eh let's yeah, just as they uh, raise the prices it's just hard to eat that much food well yes it's hard to eat that much food it's hard to reserve the things you want to do if it's if if you're with your it's the I guess it's your scenario, but that's um, true too. It's not like you can go to any restaurant uh, and get anything you want on the menu too on the dining plan, and that's where a lot of people aren't clear, right? So then they're disappointed when they paid for it only to find out, well, yeah, you really you can't get this on this menu because it's not part of the dining plan. Yeah, but anyway, it yeah, it, is it is what, what it is. is. It'll obviously it's got it's got some demand, so they'll just keep going. So. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, if you're going to places like the Contemporary, uh, contemporary California Grill, uh, a lot of uh, two two credit places, yep. then it's probably not a bad deal because you can pull down easily that amount of money at California Grill with uh, two people. It's even, true in one meal. So, and that's I think that's their selling point. Yep. So, and, and it's not a bad deal if that's what you're going to do. Yeah, you just take your time, work it out, research it, know what you're going to do ahead of time, make sure you can get those ADRs. So I think probably a good idea to set your ADRs before you would even pay for the dining plan. Yes, definitely. Okay, next. Water taxi service at Disney Springs has new operating hours. Uh, Let's see here. The internal Disney Springs boat will end at 11.30 p.m. instead of 1.30 a.m., which surprised me a little bit because they're opening up more and more of uh, Mm -hmm. pubs, bars, stuff like that that are open until 2 a.m. So I don't know how... A lot of people are going to, I guess they'll have to take a bus. That's what yeah. I'm figuring back. Yep. So. Anyway, maybe that is trying to control to that crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, that place is busy, by the way. Disney Springs is very busy. Mm-hmm. And we just went through there, and a lot of stuff still not open. So mm-hmm. everything is expected to be open, though, I believe, before uh, 
the end of this year. So hopefully it'll all be open when we're there and I can kind of run through again and, and see what else is going on there. I want to go check out the world of Coke. So, uh, cool. Okay, next. And the Animal Kingdom. Turkey legs are being removed from the Animal Kingdom menus. Uh, let's see here. Off the Flame Tree Barbecue. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, so basically out of Animal Kingdom, if you wanted or if you regularly get a turkey leg there, you're not going to be able to do that now. So, And I expect to see that probably happen through more and more of the parks. You you introduced it as turkey legs, and later down you, you said some more things about, I don't know where you got this where you got this from you just have it copied in here but i am loving this whole option right here from pizza fari the new shrimp flatbread, flatbread pizza, pizza and hearts of romaine salad with shrimp yeah i'm like oh that sounds awesome i want some of that now um so uh what else is restaurantosaurus new england clam chowder yes that yeah. sounds awesome too and they have um, toppings bars also mm-hmm. now for upgrades so which guacamole? Oh, yeah, I that's know. that's awesome. So yeah. anyway, that not only is it just the turkey legs change, but it's those other changes. So, but but again, they're ramping up. It's and, gonna uh, be yeah. a, and honestly, you know. I'm sure I've seen less and less people walking around with turkey legs in the parks, mm. which means mm. the sales are falling off, and so they're looking to add in different options. I don't sure. know. That's once again law of supply and demand. That's what you do. Yep. Okay, let's jump to Disneyland here. We don't have Cameron here, but we can go through this. Luigi's Rollicking Roadsters is where Luigi's Flying Tires used to be. Uh, this is a trackless ride where you get into these cool little cars, and they actually dance around, and they're set to their own patterns, and so you're not driving them, but they kind of dance and music plays. And when you just hear it, when you just hear about the ride, you think, well, okay, it doesn't sound like it'd be that much fun, but I've watched so many people periscope and video this thing, and they're cracking up laughing and dying to get back on it as soon as they're off the ride. Mm. So, it, And it looks like fun It's just so, to me. So good improvement as opposed to what used to be there where I think Cameron, he yeah. wasn't a fan of it, right? No, the flying tires had all kinds of issues because of wait times. Um, um. Getting people on and off of the rides, there were people that had broke their ankle uh, yeah, it was difficult to get on and off the ride, and so load times were taking forever, and so not a lot of people were getting to ride this thing every day. It was just basically people waiting in line all the time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And it was difficult to steer the thing. You had to lean from side to side and do stuff like that. So, yeah, this is kind of neat. It's fun. It's fun to just watch the little car. Each car, too, is like a different character and has an own, its own personality. So. Just, cool. Yeah, if, if anybody's curious, just go out there. There's plenty of video and stuff out there now of them. Um, and I think it'll make you smile just watching it. All right, next. Uh, let's see here. World of Color Dessert Party is starting nightly. It's called the Sparkling Dessert Party. It'll make their debu- its debut uh, at Paradise Pier on March the 17th. Guests will have access to seats at, at high top tables, which means, is that really a seat or are you standing? Here's okay, I, I thought about this immediately mm. with the high top tables. If you're in a wheelchair, what are you gonna do? Yep. So, I I'm sure they have a couple low tops for those people. Yeah, I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping they thought it out. They have to. There's no I mean Disney's good about that. So. Yeah. So you're gonna eat uh desserts off of China plates. Options will include Dolce yeah. de Leche filled cookie, uh Mickey coconut macaroons, selections of fruit, artisanal of uh, cheese. 
uh, sparkling wine, sparkling cider will be available. This is $79 per person. It, if anybody knows about the hassle, it can be sometimes to get a fast pass and get into a decent area to see World of Color. And you really like to see it. This could be kind of a fun option. So I, if I were going out there, I would probably want to do this at least yeah. once. Just so you can see World of Color and get to enjoy it. So, And Cameron has said to me, I mean, you're sitting on the ground. Many times it's not very comfortable where you're at. Mm -hmm. Okay, and last. And this just came in from Seth Gaberski and Touring Plans. It was just tweeted. And they have added butt cushions to the Matterhorn. If anybody's ridden the Matterhorn, you know mm. how uncomfortable this can be. Mm. Uh, they did actually, I mean, people come off of it bruised. And well, so the fact now that you've got cushions to sit on, I think will help quite a bit with just staying seated and not sliding on the smooth surface of the seat and stuff in the car. <laughs> That's funny. I bet that was a discussion. I could see it now. Well, back in the original, this has been original and we want to stay true to the original. Well, and they, and then, added, they yeah. did some, made some changes to the cars and to mm -hmm. the tracks, but people are still saying they're just beat up really bad on it mm. you just go out and watch any video of somebody a point of view video and you'll yeah. hear the person just i mean literally go ugh every time they go through a corner mm -hmm. and so it's fun but it's also rough on you and so at least they're even getting down into the details on this finally and looking at how can we make this a more enjoyable ride for everybody mm -hmm. so. okay well let's not forget our other are there two yes. points yes, so. of news Go ahead. I don't know. You, you you said the last one was that. Well, we have two more. Yeah, so. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we'll call this bonus material. If anyone hasn't paid attention, uh, Disney Cruise Line has announced two more cruise ships to uh, port. Um, they are being built in Germany as usual. That's when the other ones were built, and they are going to be completed in 2021 and 2023. As of now, each new ship will be slightly larger than the newest. Disney Cruise Lines, the the dream and the fantasy. So that will be uh, twelve hundred and fifty staterooms, is what this is saying. This is from Bob Iger, who announced it. And what else is it going to do here? Yeah, he doesn't really talk about it a whole lot. It just gives a history of it. I'm reading it from directly from DisneyCruiseLineNews.com. Um, but anyway, it seems that they have a market there, so it makes but, sense. What I'm hearing is there's a chance these go to like. China or Japan or both. Ah. so that we we won't even see them or maybe they'll swap out one of the older ships out on the west coast that's doing the California to Alaska cruise mm -hmm. and send one of the new ships there and send one of these other ships maybe over into Japan mm -hmm. so yeah. I mean they don't have any market over there right now mm -hmm. uh, so maybe that's a good option something, yeah. something else to add yeah well I mean I could see if it went from I mean, well, do, they do go now over to the to uh, Europe, so they they can go to Europe and back. In fact, yep. they do. What is it? A twelve or fourteen day? Yeah, it's like a specialty cruise that they do. So that would make sense if the West Coast, the West Coast, of the United States got to go. Who knows? Actually, that'd be really cool if it went to Japan or something like that, and you could go to Disney Sea oh, and <laughs> that would be amazing. Stop that in Hawaii as a. As a port, I don't know how far. See. Yeah, it'd be an expensive yeah. trip, but yeah, you're right. If that was like a two-week trip or 10-day even, 10-day yeah. might be pushing it, but that would still be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually yeah. a pretty good idea if you did a day in Al Alani and maybe 
two days in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, that kind of came out. Uh, and the other thing that came out from Bob Iger in that same, I think it was a, um, it was a what earnings. Earnings report, just a general earnings report, but he wanted to say it, uh, was the fact that they are breaking ground for Star Wars Land and beginning construction. Um, So, and they, I think he he said Disneyland and Disney World, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, if you go out and look at any construction update videos for, well, first I would have just said Disneyland as of about a week ago, I would have said Disneyland. Disneyland, man, they have just cleared huge areas. Mm. Yeah. They're, they look like they're ready to start rolling on going vertical. The word is, is that you'll see steel going vertical in Disneyland right now, uh, as of the 1st of April. Oh, okay. Uh, the other day I saw where I think it was Adam, the Woo did some video and he showed, uh, he showed catastrophe Canyon in Hollywood studios and mm-hmm. it still looked intact. Everything looked like that hadn't been changed at all. Mm. Literally like three days later, he did another video and it was crushed. It was gone. Wow. So well, I I don't know if you want to post it on the show notes, but maybe just post that video if you want, just yeah, so people I'll can do. see. Because I'm interested and I didn't know that. And I don't know. Let's face it: when well, it's and, demo, when some, it's demo time, you just level the thing. It's gone. It's done in a day. Basically, some, some good Disneyland video uh, is called uh, from a group of people called Fresh Baked, and a lot of people have probably already heard of them. Okay. But if you go to YouTube, go Fresh Baked. Um, they do a ton of update videos and the guys are actually up on a parking garage oh. uh, there and they zoom in and you'll, you'll see if you okay. could see the before and after within like a one week period, it was mm-hmm. amazing. They took out whole warehouse size buildings, just mm-hmm. leveled them, cleared them out and started pushing dirt out of the way. Mm. So yeah, they're, okay. they're, this well, is being taken seriously on both. If, both it, I was going to say, if only the demo, <laughs> the construction would be as fast as the demo. Well, let's demolition. So. Let's hope. I mean, honestly, if if they if this is correct and you start to see see steel going vertical next month, then they're not messing around. This is mm-hmm. going to happen pretty quickly. Well, and I did hear Iger say in that meeting that if you've seen the rendering pictures, the uh, of what Star Wars land was going to look like. They tweaked some of this, so don't expect mm-hmm. everything to still look the same. Yeah, I'm I, glad he said that because it's like fantasy land. It was the same way, new fantasy land. Yeah, so well, hopefully it's not because they're cutting budgets on it already or something like that. Mm, it's just I doubt it. It's usually something to do with the fact that they rendered it and then somebody brought up, well, how am I going to get crowd control this way and that? And then they say, good point, and they change it or or who knows, maybe the attraction was going to have a certain technology in it and they didn't, couldn't get it done in time or isn't going to work and they change the technology and the space required is less or more. If you look I mean, to the, there's a million reasons. The show building for the Millennium Falcon, what they're mm-hmm. saying right now is going to be the Millennium Falcon ride. It's huge. Cool. And so people are questioning, okay, is this going to be like a, a screen ride? Or is it going to be something else? So everybody mm. right now, because of the size of the show building, is starting to wonder what the heck is this going to look like? What's well, going to happen? So, supposedly you're going to be able to drive your own ship. So yeah. you can only imagine if you're driving your own ship. And I mean, everyone is driving their own ship. It's going to have to be big. Otherwise, well, think about this. If they did this and, and we're going into like forbidden journey with cuckoo arm. Mm-hmm. But if each car went onto a cuckoo arm just like it does there but then it's like you're loading onto the millennium falcon then now you are able to pilot this thing 
mm-hmm. their own. And it yep. is an individual ride. Meanwhile, they're maybe riding on a track through a show building and you're mm-hmm. seeing things along the way. Right. Um, that's, I never even really thought about that until just now that that is how they could make it almost like an individual ride for each car going through. Right. So right. that'd be awesome. I can't wait to see, can't wait yep. to see as things come along here, what they're going to do. Yep. So uh, that about does it for the news though. So that's it. There's quite a bit out there. So, and more to come, I'm sure as things continue to, uh, come up out of the ground and change uh on property okay well adam it's been fun once again very rarely can we just get together and do this anymore yeah yeah it's uh it's going well we're we have a bright sunny sunshiny day today it reminds me of vacation yeah so uh (laughs) hopefully wherever you guys are you get the same thing going on yeah yeah and not rainy murkiness or snow (laughs) so all right yeah hey uh, okay, everybody, as you can see here, you know, shows don't come out every week, but I am trying to, whenever we do these, we're going to do them in bunches, maybe if we can, and push out what we've got. And also pay attention, uh, that I try to do overlay videos with shows that have a lot of visual images in them, so that you're not just listening. If you want, and I like to listen too a lot of times, but then if you want to see the actual images, there's videos up on our website or up on our YouTube site at These Amazing Places, even though we're the mouse moment. If you go to These Amazing Places, youtube.com slash These Amazing Places, you can see see our stuff from there. Or if you just go to themousemoment.com, there's links, there's video, there's everything right on there. You can go check out and see what's happening in the wonderful world of Disney. Hi, sounds good. All right, everybody. Well, we'll be back with you again soon. Take care. Thanks, I'll see you.